Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live recap podcast hosted by myself, Mike, and my co-host, Carl. Uh, Carl, how you doing? It's a little later in the week this week, uh, a little more content in the works. Um, how are we doing? Doing okay. Uh, this is the after... This is the recap podcast that talks about the weather. So let's uh, say the weather in Philadelphia is overcast and it's a nice 81 degrees outside. 81 degrees. So yeah, let's uh, let's get it going here. I want to kind of fire through this today if we can. Um, show started with a fun little gag of tiny Tim Heidecker uh, taking a pill to become big. Um Getting Amelia in the mix. I thought this was, uh, this was a cute, different way to start the show. Um, I saw later on, I, I think it was, I think it was the Squirrel Report, Doug's Instagram. He was shooting this on his phone, like a like a little bit before, right when they were gonna start. And Tim was like, you know, pretty serious. He was like directing his daughter and like, no, no, okay, 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 ready, you know, like and like, you know you know, trying to get her ready, like right as they were coming on the air. It was very, uh, very cute. And, um, that was fun. Um, they announced Doug's facial expressions during the pill dropping. Were great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so into it. <laughs> His eyes are rolling so much. <laughs> and it just shows Vic try, like, like trying to be serious and then just starts laughing. Yeah. Um, Hopefully we get a young, uh, young Doug and young Vic. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, they'll take the reverse pills. Um, they announced September 10th is going to be the three hour W O H L style episode. Um, and that will be for everybody. I, we, I had, we were guessing on the end of the last episode. Oh, is that going to be like a Patreon exclusive thing? And, um, or is it going to be like released, you know, maybe, early to the patreons but no that that's a that's just a regular old public show for everyone um which is pretty obvious when you think about it um and but tim said they're just going to play the old uh whl slowed down to 50 percent to fill out the three hours so that'll be fun to watch um did you ever notice this vic this vb vic burger mike flag before am i am i is it always been there Am I like I feel like I just hadn't noticed it? I don't know. There's like a V Where on his is. on his microphone. He has like a a mic flag they call it, which is just like you know where you'd have like your kind of company name like CNN. You know, like you you know like right under his microphone it says VB, like a custom mic flag. And maybe it's been there. I I, I just didn't think I noticed it, so I noted it. I was like, oh, that's nice. Vic's got his own little VB situation. Um, hmm. Then they uh, talked about how episode uh, 123, setting up them being able to one, two, three, you know, that that whole shenanigans, which was fun. Um, The other cameras were out of sync. Um, Vic's and Doug's cameras lips weren't synced up, but but uh, but Tim's was fine. So it wasn't that terrible. Um, And I wanted to ask you, Carl, the. the Tim was talking about how he's taking walks. You know, he's taking. He started taking these, um, you know, 
six to ten mile walks every day. And I was just going to ask you, you know, what's your, you got some quarantine exercise? I know you ride your bike, but do you have any kind of exercise routine you do? Uh, as far as a routine, I don't want to say that I have a big planned out thing that I run every week or every day mm-hmm. for my physical activity. Um, I think setting goals every now and again is important. Uh, every year, my friends and I do a group ride for charity that's 65 miles from Philadelphia to Atlantic City. So that's definitely something that we're all consistently working towards. Some of us just wing it at the last minute and still make it. Mm -hmm. Some of us know that we have to start riding a certain day and then just try to build that momentum every week. So if I would say that biking is a good alternative, if your knees aren't in the best shape and you don't like running, Mm -hmm. I think biking is the best way to do it. And he bikes apparently. So maybe switch up the type of bike we're working with or set a distance. Hmm. A lot of it can come down to having a goal. I think it's tough to say, all right, I want to achieve this weight, do whatever means necessary. But if you set goals within whatever your little activity is, I think that's been helpful for me. And maybe Tim could use that to his advantage. I think it's, you know, I I like this discussion on the show. I I do think it's, it's a worthwhile thing to bring up now and again about, uh, you know, being healthy and, you know, what you can do, especially in these times when it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people are stuck and, you know, they're maybe gaining extra weight because they're just sitting around. It's I think it's a thing that's on a lot of people's mind. And I think it's, um, you know, Doug had talked about how he was dieting and lost a bunch of weight. And um, Tim, you know, is kind of seeing himself maybe uh gaining a little bit and trying to get that back on track and it's nice to hear them just honestly talk about that kind of thing because it is the type of thing that you know a lot of us in our getting up there in our older age you know our middle age is something you think about and you want to be healthy and you know we don't want to see anything happen to tim we want tim to stay healthy and uh you know get his get his heart pumping and so he's with us for many more years so keep it up um and later on, there was a good call with, the, obviously, the coach, Josh. But before that, we had City of the Day brought to you by the Bible Belt. Um, this was a good one. I thought that was funny. Um, an actual belt with the full Bible inscribed um, with the, you know, the accessory of the magnifying glass. And, um, yeah, this one, this one worked for me. I was – I thought it was – funny and i giggled and that's good um you know it's i like how it always gets to the point where tim is reading this copy that it seems like doug has be- had a big part of and it gets to a point where he's just kind of over the joke and doug's like no no man there's more come on keep going and then they they continue on and it gets into like cr- it just gets way off it just gets crazy which is funny we got into the verse purse um you know, and the blessed suspenders for the bigger boys. And, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, you need the, I mean, those, those, those bring it all together. Those bring it home. Some of those added uh, little cherries on top. So got to read all the copy, Tim. Um, or you got to every time just say, is there more here? And then Doug says yes. And then you get into it. Um, the the city was Yardville, Groveville or something. Um I don't know. I'm kind of out on this city code. Uh, 
I assume, Carl, you haven't figured out the code yet. <laughs> now it's all confusing because they, they, they swapped the cities around. Um, maybe i got to hit up my City of the Day Twitter guy and see what he has to say. Um, they, uh, they've added the guessing... Guessing of the low of the day, weather-wise, temperature-wise, um, they've done it a couple weeks now. Guess, guessing the low. Tim gives you the high, and then he asks the guys to guess the low. That's a new addition to City of the Day. Mm, Bible Belt, did you, did you th find that funny, Carl? It was fine. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you um, weren't blown. You weren't blown away. <laughs> the idea that all five testaments could be on there is pretty funny. Well, you you, you get the Old Testament or the New Testament. To, uh, yeah, made it raw high. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Coach Josh came on, CrossFit gym owner. And, uh, yeah, they went into this a little more. We kind of talked about this just a second ago. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I think it was, it's nice to hear Tim being honest about this stuff. You know, he says that he you know he's got the same problems as a lot of us you slide and you know you're good for a few days and then you just you go off the rails and you start eating a lot and you say i don't care i'm just going to be fucking a fat shit my whole life um but uh josh had some good tips and then you know tim you know tim let us know that his body produces salmon naturally uh so that was a a bizarre funny little turn uh, in the conversation, but good for Josh. He was he was informative, and I think um, maybe he gave Tim some nice tips. Stay away from them processed foods, and protein being key. Um, so yeah, everybody take that advice. We voted on. Uh, we had the the vote on the name. Voting on the title of the episode was next. We I marked them down. They were a loose. 10 pounds in four hours, B, pop zits for cash, or C, seven child stars who died horribly and hilariously. Uh, what did you, what would you vote for there, Carl? I vote C. I think I even put it you in vote the YouTube C. chat and they didn't touch back on it until way later in the episode, but yeah. C was so easy I thought they, I thought they said C was the winner, right? Yeah. I thought they announced that, but the name of the episode on YouTube is lose ten pounds in four hours, hmm. and that was one I, of as the of last. That was uh, that was option A. So huh. take take a look. I mean, are, are you on the YouTube right now? Are you do you have the episode up? Yeah, I see it on the sidebar. Lose ten pounds in four hours. So I don't know what happened. Hmm. I don't. You know, that was clearly a C was the winner. I thought it was even announced, but um, you know, Tim described how he punched up C. Um, because it used to be just seven child stars who died horribly. And he added the and hilariously, which really brought it all together. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe they felt like that was a little, uh, you know, a little dark. Maybe too dark to say that about children uh, dying. I don't know. But it's called Lose 10 Pounds in Four Hours. That's what it's called right now. So there's some controversy there. I'm... We're going to get to the bottom of it. Uh, <coughs> they did a little... We can Tim pulled out his massage gun, and they did a little little Howard Stern bit. You know, he said, said everybody, you know, gentlemen, put your balls on the speaker while I make this vibrating, vibrating noise. Um, uh, 
It's funny. Um, the Good Liars, some political prank boys. Um, did you ever hear of these guys? No, but I like their one skit where they interview. Yeah, from what I talk. From what I uh, yeah, from what I garnered from talking to them, they were, they seem like real nice, funny guys. Um, right in the you know the, the wheelhouse of these guys. So um, yeah, I'll have to have to look into what they're coming up with. The clip they played was was really funny. Um, uh, yeah, it was. This was just like another. I want to say another one of these. You know, they find these kind of online you know, grassroots comedy, political, uh, you know, viral video making groups that, um, that are good. I, you know, I could always add another one of those to the list of, that keeps growing. Um, so, so it's cool that they, they seem to have a good rapport with the guys, good sense of humor, just a, just, I don't know, just a short, sweet little, uh, little guest, nothing too crazy. <laughs> I I got really n- I don't have much to say I, you know I, I don't know because I don't really know them and uh but they seem very funny the one guy looked familiar the guy um I don't know th- th- there's there's two of them sitting there the guy that was sitting to the right looked like I'd maybe seen him in acting in something else but I don't know maybe I'm I don't know uh but yeah you're gonna look into these guys you're gonna check them out you like this kind of stuff right yeah. Anything that's Nathan for you ish, but not too drawn out. Like this looks like real people in real scenarios, which I can get behind. Yeah, uh, you a big Nathan for you fan? Uh, from the start, yeah. And then I kind of lost track because I didn't have cable once I moved. Oh, Carl, you gotta if you have not finished the Nathan for you experience, which I, I'm pretty sure it's over. Man, you got to watch the end. You yeah. got to see those final episodes. There's a he does like a full movie. It's crazy. So good. So good. Um I think Nathan for you is the best absolutely uh you know kind of spin-off production under their absolutely umbrella. That's like by far my favorite and Is that the only absolutely production to have run on Comedy Central? Huh. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I I want to say I want to say no to that. I want to say there was a couple other things that they maybe tried and maybe they didn't stick. But hmm. yeah, I hope I don't know. I want hope Nathan. It would be nice to hear what's going on with Nathan. I think because he was so you know he's got to keep his shit under wraps because you know he's a prankster to some extent and he doesn't you know he can't really tell people what he's up to but i hope he's still working with with absolutely maybe he's moved on um and gotten some big deal from somebody uh, i know he played a part in the disaster artist movie but that was the last time i saw him and that came out in like 2018 or so yeah um yeah anybody out there that if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched nathan for you go check it out you will love it it's a that's a we like having fun guarantee. Um, uh, so, yeah, the um, uh, they talked a little bit about how they've been like getting ripped off um, about, um, you know, they started a thing called Settle for Biden. And then somebody just stole those ideas, made a whole new Instagram account, got tons of followers. And, and then Tim talked about how he had somebody, I don't know if you've, 
I mean, you maybe haven't seen this because you're not on Twitter, but there's somebody on Instagram that says he's the real Tim Heidecker, and he's like messaging people. <laughs> and a lot of different people are posting the screenshots because some of them are just kind of playing into it for fun and having conversations with this fake Tim Heidecker. And it's crazy, man. This this person must be nuts, but I guess he was like, you know, soliciting women and, and doing some weird shit. But on the WLHF podcast Twitter, I follow a lot of the, you know, on cinema people, fans and stuff. And like, there's a lot of them that are posting these screenshots of having conversations with this fake Tim Heidecker who's like, you know, talking about, you know, God and Jesus and you know, saying some other creepy shit. I'm like, what is the... So weird. Such a weird thing to do. Um, But yeah, that's such a that's such an interesting thing to do <clears throat> in, you know, the world we live in where you can just copy things and, you know, there's no... It's just the Wild West out there for this dirty social media game. Um, I kind of have a story so. similar to this. Let's hear it. All right. It was my... Let's see. Second year teaching full time at a new school. And one of the students wasn't doing all that hot and then decided to make a Finstagram for me. Do you know what that is? No. Fake Instagram. I'm guessing fake. Fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess how you can say it's a fake Twitter. It's not who it says it is. Gotcha. And posted photos that he found on Google and was starting to comment on like just post stuff and maybe it was just harmless but with teaching I don't take that stuff lightly like really Mm. don't want any bad name or anything on my career but uh yeah yeah, it's scary when someone else is playing with your identity on a format that you don't have control over so if he can get to the bottom of this hopefully he does and that's uh really scary I don't think he's worried because he yeah. knows who he is and he knows that he's not doing anything. But sure. in my case, all I would need is someone to say something bad that's being said on that yeah. account and could easily ruin my career. Yeah. I, teachers have it kind of weird. You know, all the teachers that I know had to change their names on Facebook and Instagram to be like coded so that their kids can't find them and they have to make their shit private or have separate accounts or one that's like, here's my real clean teacher account that is just like teaching stuff and just positivity and here's my everyday life where I go drinking with my buddies on the weekend you know so um that's right. a yeah but yeah if anybody gets any kind of picture of you like you know teachers could get could get burned you know just like you got to be on your best behavior all the time you never know who's watching and uh who's going to yeah, who's going to burn scary. you but um yeah I don't think Tim has any worry about this creep um, and it seems like the fans are having a good time. Somebody had posted like, I'm just talking to the fake Tim cause I'm lonely. And they were just having a long conversation. <laughs> it's just like, that's so pretty fucking dark and weird. Um, <clears throat> they are doing, they, they were asking some f- for some best of OHL clips. Um, I'm skipping over this toilet vapor and the, rope bidet and the tim wiping his ass with a toothbrush Six like split t-shirt uh, you know the, there's a lot of poop i did like the bye week uh you have a bidet i have a bye week yeah yeah but week comment uh-huh. yeah, that was good. 
Yes, they're doing a best since episode 100, best of OHL kind of thing, hashtag thing uh, for people to, to chip into. Um, I'd have to think about that because we kind of started pretty much just right after that. So we'd have to look through and see what the best of stuff was. Um, Are there any key moments that stand out to you? I, I'd have to go back and like look at my notes. Um, you know, Vic's B-Day. I favorite guest. Vic's B-Day was great. Yeah. Um favorite guest i don't know who were the guests i don't remember carl which isn't which isn't a good thing john c Riley, jenny lewis stephen malcolmus yeah. um, i mean none of those were Brown, like palm springs yeah the, the chris Emiliotti was good um i don't know i'd have to think about it so i'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about that right now i'm gonna hashtag and tell them my favorite moments and i will say that uh Rob Delaney's interview was is going to be up there. It was a very good interview, which was kind of the next thing up. They were they started out with um, Doug with this can opener where he's opening up cans to make them into cups, and uh, they just let Rob wait while they kind of fucked around with this. And um, I wonder if the problem there is they're trying to open seltzer, uh, which is you know a heavily carbonated thing that maybe the pressure in that can maybe be tried on like a. A beer or, I don't know, what else comes in cans? I guess just soda and beer. But uh, So it must it's probably supposed to work, but I was hoping it was going to work because that seemed like a, I don't know, why not just open the can? Why, why do you need it to be a cup? So can opener didn't work. Um, Rob Delaney, uh, what's the name of his show? Not sure. I guess yeah, it's called Catastrophe. I haven't watched it all, but it's pretty pretty darn funny. Um, uh, He's a funny guy, and it was actually I thought one of the more interesting things I learned from this was that like he kind of you know he was doing Doug's comedy show and like doing his first early stand up you know some years back on one of Doug's shows, and now he's blown up to like you know pretty well known, um, very successful career as a comedian and uh you know has a hit show on amazon and, and all that but um yeah he had put out some there was some like article or something that he wrote about um his vasectomy and they got into it here they got a little they got raunchy as as tim had said in uh in after hours you know, they're talking about boners and, you know, spunk analysis, uh, ghost semen. These are just some of the words I wrote down. Um, you know, after a vasectomy, you know, the same firmness. Uh, everything's everything's all good there. So then we had breaking news that Vic Berger also had a vasectomy. Oh, my goodness. Um, and told a horrific story about the doctor <laughs> checking how he shaved down there and uh you know the doctor joking about his hairy i assume testicles so yeah got pretty blue got pretty dark got pretty dirty there and um but vic's been really putting it on the pod lately yeah he's telling everybody everything but yeah vic vic highly recommends it um for anybody thinking about it uh and yeah rob delaney has been a big uh you know, 
a spokesperson and um, you know supporter of the vasectomy as well. Although he did talk about how it was a little bit painful and all that, but now it's all good. So, um, you know they they got into a little a little politics here, which is okay. I think there's a good like mix of just some dirty humor, some fun stories, some some politics. Um, you know they're obviously not very excited about. Biden, you know, as the, as the guy here, but, you know, I think he makes a good point um, that Kamala Harris has voted alongside Bernie Sanders 92% of the time. I didn't know that stat. That was interesting to hear. And, yeah. um, you know, they said if you think that voting is the most important political thing you're going to do, then you deserve Trump. Um, you know, you got you got to be out there. It's a lot more than voting is what Delaney was saying. Which, you know, you hear a lot of mixed stuff about this where some people say voting is, you know, you got to vote, you know, and like, don't worry about the protest that you got to vote. And it's like, well, you know, you kind of can't, you know, you can't have if you got to raise awareness for the vote, like you need it's like the chicken and the egg here, like what what comes first. But um, he makes a good point um, that you have to get involved in other ways if you really care about it. And they got a little, they got a little, not sentimental, but they talked about how their young kids are going to, you know, their first memories of their life are going to be this time uh, during the pandemic about, and, uh, you know, Rob Delaney's kids with their little English accent. Um, uh, that was funny. So, yeah, this interview was, was, was solid. I mean, they, they went through a lot of stuff, family, politics, comedy, balls, semen, um, it had everything you'd ever want. Um, so I didn't know they were pals. Uh, I was, I wouldn't have put them, I wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have guessed that I think from just knowing a little bit about Rob Delaney's career, but yeah, they tied it all up. What'd you think of Delaney? Was that a pun that they tied it all up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I didn't, I didn't mean to, but you know, they tied, yeah. they tied the tubes, you know, they did it. It was cool to hear him talk about how he ended up in London for so long, originally six months and now six years. Um, and it made me think of my niece who's about to be one in September and how she's growing up with the things going on that are going on now. Um, and I'm just curious if this is going to be something she barely remembers or doesn't remember at all being less than one year old. So I'm curious to see how generations to come are going to work and operate knowing that this is occurring but they might not have the best recollection of it it might be one of those like oh when you were born we were going through the the pandemic you know and it was crazy and you know like it's just going to be like hopefully it's just something that was in the past or it's like you know when you were born it was the first pandemic you know can you believe that was the first one (laughs) we're in our sixth now um (laughs) But that was the first one. It was that that real that real mild one. It was yeah, it was that mild one where people still didn't want to wear masks and stuff. It was it was crazy. It was you couldn't believe how dumb people were acting back then. It took it took twenty million people dying for people to get it. Can you believe it? Let's hope that's not true. Um, The we had some callers in bed, uh, accompanied by some sex noise drops. Um. Somebody didn't like yeah, Dom so the Deadhead. I don't know why they would what? bother listening. Be under the under like the covers that. like that. 
yeah, it was so weird. I'm looking at it now, and it just looks so sketchy. <laughs> Their question was, um, you know, is there any bands that you can't stand, or any songs or, or bands? Because they were saying this guy that doesn't like, or Tim doesn't like the Dead, and you know, Vic went in on Tom Waits, which led to Tim's Tom Waits impression. Which I love, Tim's Tom Waits impression. He used to do it. I remember <laughs> back in the, there, there was an episode some some years ago where he went in on Tom Waits, and I was just fucking pissing pissing my pants. Um, Doug, uh, you know, Doug, you know, I was surprised. Doug said he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like Kanye. He doesn't understand Kanye. Which listen, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna get like. Go you know get go to bat for Kanye or anything, but I would think that Doug like the like Kanye the way I read some of his more recent stuff is he does a lot of like kind of like mashups and sampling and you know it's like I would think that Doug would understand maybe a little you know it's kind of like I don't want to say there's like drop influence but you know Kanye finds like obscure beats and weird shit and kind of mashes it all together and it's kind of like a mess but a collage of some kind so. Um, not that that means it's enjoyable or, or Doug has to understand it. Maybe the point is he doesn't understand why it's so beloved. I, I kind of am surprised at that as well, that it's just like, do people really like this or do they just like, like that he's so popular? Like, do people really think this music is great? I know that Pitchfork goes in and gives him fucking 9.6s and, you know, I, ne- I never listen to those records. I listen to them like once and I'm like, yeah, okay, never going to listen to that again. Um, any thoughts about Kanye? Do you understand it? You listen to it? When uh, libraries were open, I would occasionally check out the CD section. And I actually did check out one Kanye West CDs. One of Kanye West's CDs. Which you'd, he- one you'd head to the CD, the CD yeah, section of the... Uh... Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to use data for Spotify and I don't want to download anything on my phone. And something about listening to Look an entire you. album... From beginning to end, no ads or Wi-Fi connection issues. Just put it in while you're driving and let it roll. It's really just simple. But uh, I listened to the Yay album and I liked it. It was different. I kind of had mm-hmm. to listen through it several times to figure it out. But uh, given that he's changed his style yeah. up so much from when he came out in 2006 or five uh, to now, where He's claiming he's going to run for president, which has its own uh, set of humor or interest to yeah. it. So who knows what will happen. But I understand where Doug's coming from. Sure. Um, yeah, I was just, I was, yeah, I guess, I guess the way he phrased it, maybe I didn't, you know, he just like seemed like he didn't get it. Um, but yeah, the. I loved hearing them chat about music they don't understand, though. I thought that all of their little tangents and when they were bringing up songs they didn't really care for and After Hours. Yeah, I, I think we can off. probably just move to After Hours. I don't know if there's much. I don't know if you have much else noted or from from the main. You know, Tim dropped the uh, Tim added this discussion point that said he doesn't shampoo his his hair. Um, and then you got to grab that drop. Tim does not shampoo his hair. Um, it talks about the shaving down of your teeth so that you don't, you know, they, you know, if they were just, if your teeth were growing, then they, they wouldn't rot and the caveman had special bacteria. Um, I don't know. There was, there wasn't, 
wasn't melt much else here. But um but good. Really good show. Um there's a Jay the intern question. Jay the intern, um Yeah, somebody asked Jay the intern. We he got into <laughs> I thought it was funny that he said he also he works at a vegan Cuban restaurant, and Tim said, "Oh, you intern there too." And he said, "Yeah, I intern there." He said he could he can ship you some food; it might get mushy. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to try the vegan Cuban food, that sounds good. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, if it's in Philly, I think I know which restaurant it is. I don't want to put him on the spot, but come on, put him on the spot. What yeah. is it? Let's go. People that want to go visit Jay I the intern. Check out this place. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, I think it's called Cuba Libre. Okay, you should go, Carl. Yeah. No, that'd be so weird. <laughs> hey, Jay, man, that'd be weird. You should check. I, I don't think I don't. Yo, dude. I don't think it's weird. I think I mean that might be weird if you like hunted him down, but um, you know, I think that yeah. I think that like make you know. If you were to like somehow become buds with Jay the intern in Philly, it makes sense. And like the community here of the people that that like you know like this shit is uh you know it's hard to find people yeah. that, that are into it. I don't know. Maybe maybe all your friends are into this. Are they, Carl? Your friends like this shit. Uh. Mind no, mind uh, mind no, on. I, I mean, they were like they could they could say that they know a bit, but. I don't know if my friends listen to Office Hours. I tried to put on my one friend um, in Lancaster to it because he mm-hmm. said that he was rewatching Eric Andre bits and Tim and Eric bits one night. But uh, no, this is kind of my own little interest. I'm not a good uh, Office Hours patriot. The reason I started this podcast was uh, because I have nobody to talk to about it, which I've told you before, but now I do. I got you. Um. Yeah, here I is. After hours, we had a bunch of dud calls to start. I wrote. Um, I, it says got to porn scoring. Um, they talked about like doing music for uh, for porns. I don't know how that came. I don't remember how that came up. Um, Tom Waits porn music. Uh, the Tom Waits yeah, on we, the we piano got into, bit was great. <laughs> That's one of the main things yeah. that I had as a takeaway. Yeah, I had, uh, yeah, and then they got into the worst songs and the people they hate, Kid Rock. Do you have any thoughts on this, Carl? Any um, any just bands that you hate or you know you just can't stand? Um, most of them are going to be ones people can agree with, like Nickelback or, I was yeah. trying to think really about anything, contra- songs. anything controversial, like anything like, I don't like the Beatles, like, you know, anything big like that. Like, I don't like the Rolling Stones. Uh, <sighs> nothing's jumping up. Nothing's jumping up. Yeah. I'm also not too glued in to the stuff that yeah. I don't like. Why would I waste that energy? I I despise Pearl Jam. Um, oh, yeah. Pearl Jam, the fucking hate Pearl Jam. <laughs> like, I despise, like... Like can't stand them. I don't like. I hate when people like 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 a lot of people like love Pearl Jam too. That are like, like they're in, all in on Pearl Jam. Like their one concert uh, every couple of years is the big Pearl Jam show, and it's like you guys are fucking lame, and all of your music tastes are lame. And you'd say that by being a fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah, there's a lot of music I've 
listen to but just joke about yeah that i also listen to fish so um you know so take that for what it's worth uh tim's love of shakira i liked uh and his dancing was fucking great uh more dancing guys more dancing tim that's that's gonna work for me every time um he it got controversial because he said he hated the song around the around the world around the world. Yeah. Um, everybody else loves it. Tim hates it. Carl loves it, right? I have that Daft Punk CD, and I have the Discovery CD from Daft Punk uh-huh. in my car. Yeah. Um, around the world's not for everybody. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know what? I don't think I even knew it was Daft Punk. Like I like I was like kind of i was sad that it was daft punk i was like this i thought daft punk was cooler than this because this is like that around the world is like you know it's like a wedding song it's just like a corny song i'm hearing that shit at like corny clubs and stuff you know what i mean where it's like i feel as if one more time is the wedding song if we're gonna talk daft punk yeah yeah that also i you know i you know i didn't know daft punk had these like you know huge you know, kind of broad mainstream bangers like that. I thought they like were a little more ground, you know, cutting edge. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say I hate that song or anything. Like I can, I can have a laugh and dance to it. I, I would never think of it as something I just hate. Um, yeah, but I understand where Tim's coming from. This is. Yeah, he doesn't go in on hip hop or like you know dance music. It se- it seems like that's just seems like he's. Not doesn't understand it, not interested in even in even trying it. So, so yeah. Uh, at the very end, there was some. I was waiting, and it took until the very end of after hours for me to hear my own voice in a drop. And, um, you know, it was a drop of me saying Doug did some pickle drops. So we're like going, we're going layers deep here. Drops of drops of drops. But I was happy, and it was literally in the last like ten seconds of the t- the drop concert at the end of After Hours. So I just made it, but it made me feel good. Thank you, Douglas. Um, game night. You said you didn't watch, but we had instead of Vic, we had Doug, which was fun and different. And you know, Doug brought his or just had his his setup there with the with the drops and stuff. And um, that added a nice layer. There was um, there was a big. It was couples' night. They'd said like it was like lots of couples were getting together on this Friday night, and you know you just assume just the pandemic. It's a fun thing for couples to do to sit around and play games, and they they had the audience come up with the questions, which kept it which kept it fresh. You know, it was, it was better than the. Let's have the audience come up with the number of spaces to move, which is still kind of ridiculous. But, um, you know, Doug agreed with me. He didn't understand the rules of, you know, spinning, moving. And, you know, like, I I don't know. There's still something a little off about that, which is like you guys could do this in a better way somehow. I I don't know. Like answer a question, then get to go. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Yeah, they played this video of, of Van... Uh, Van Halen soloing with Simon and Garfunkel's Sounds of Silence, which was a good laugh for everybody. Doug bought a few games, he said, like some new weird games. One was called The Five Second Rule, where you 
you like ask somebody a question, they have to like name three whatevers, and you have five seconds to kind of name some shit. And there was like name three sexual positions in five seconds. And <laughs> it, you know, it's kind of one of these you know dirty games, but there was some there was some normal stuff in there too. But they started doing that with the audience, where they you know they'd ask people um, on the call to play the game. So that was fun. Then a, a boy called in that I, you know, that they loved. He he was like had this game called Hum Humble or something uh, from the eighties. It was like you you like hum a tune into a little kazoo. Uh, you like play a song. And it's like guess the tune based on the the song. And uh, this it was a young young guy who had a lot of energy. And, um, you know, the, the boys really loved him, and uh, that was fun. Um, somebody from Iowa called and asked about ska, <laughs> so they, they you know, kind of brought that together to say Iowa ska, <laughs> uh, which, I, you know, I, I don't know, maybe you've seen, there's been some ayahuasca memes and photos that have come out since, uh, <laughs> just since Friday, and... Um, that was pretty funny, and that was another highlight of game night. Three hours of game night. Um, it goes, and it's really laid back and cool. There was a one of Tim's, somebody who worked on a lot of Tim's stuff, the costume designer, this, this woman, Abigail, she came on the show. And this was a cool, like, just kind of different thing. Like, during game night, they just talked to somebody who's worked on, you know, Tim and Eric stuff and Decker stuff, and... Uh, you know, bedtime stories and uh, Mr. America and just, you know, just somebody that like had some fun behind the scenes stories. And one that I found really interesting, they, she told a story of them. They were filming in Hawaii, I think Decker. And they, they, they rented an Airbnb for like a bunch of them to stay. And they kind of lied about how many people were going to be staying there. And they, they took this person's Airbnb and like made the, basement and do a whole set and brought all their cameras and lights and we're doing this you know under the radar kind of without permission and they you know they had to get out of there and they got kicked out but they like left a left a poster up in the basement and the you know the woman that owned the house came in and was like why is there a rocky two poster on my basement wall uh so that was funny, and that brought up uh, that, that that same thing happened to me, um, and so I was surprised to hear it happened to them because I would assume they're maybe on a bigger production or bigger budget than than my stuff. But I was filming a movie last year in Sicily, and we had a location uh, fall out on us the morning of a shoot where we were supposed to shoot in some office space, and it we just were told we couldn't do it that day, and we were kind of screwed with the schedule. So two of guys were two of the guys on the crew were staying at this Airbnb and they were like, Hey, you know, take a look at this room here. This, we could turn this into an office. And so, you know, we had the, you know, production designer, we had everybody go over there and quickly turn this Airbnb space without asking permission. We turned this place into a thing and brought all of our equipment there and, and shot some scenes there. And somebody in the building noticed people walking through with equipment, like with, uh, you know, C stands and lights and cameras and stuff. And they called the owners of the house and 
we were in Sicily and it, they tried to shake me down. You know what I mean? They were like, you film and we'd already, we'd already done all the filming and it got to a point where I was like, well, I'll destroy the footage because I'm not going to, then they were like, they were trying to extort me and say, you need to give us this money or we're going to, you know, call the police or something. And it was just like, I was in the middle of this shoot. I couldn't go and you know, I, di- I didn't have time to kind of like play it all out. Like I, I probably would have said like, well, what are the cops going to do? I don't think the cops can do anything about me film. Like, what are they going to do? So, but right. I didn't have time to kind of deal with that. So I was like, I'll destroy the footage. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like we don't want you to destroy the footage. You know, they just wanted to get some money out of me. So we had to like negotiate and I had to fucking, I got shook and, you know, I got shook down by these, uh, you know, these Sicilians and, um, you know, it was a bummer, but we learned an experience there. We learned you, you always got to ask permission and people are usually okay with, you know, things with small productions, filming and stuff. Um, but I was very surprised to hear that Tim was kind of, you know, Decker and, and shit are kind of do it, pulling that same stuff, you know, like it made me feel a lot better as an indie filmmaker myself to be like, okay, you know, some of my favorite guys out there are, you know, kind of, you know, working along the edge here and just, you know, kind of scrapping shit together. So, um, that was, uh, that was interesting for me to hear during game night. That was a big takeaway. Um, and they also had the number one Scrabble player in North America called in, um, towards the end of game night, which do you play Scrabble, Carl? I have not very good though. You play words with friends, maybe? No, I, I don't have Facebook. I, no. gave, I gave that up. <laughs> That's for No, nah, it's not it's not Facebook, is it? Not it's just me. like a phone it's just it's just a phone it's the, app. I don't it's know. I, the same Listen, kind of I, I was off there. it is. I, I was you know, I play with my mother and I play with a couple my sister and a couple friends. I have a words with friends you know, game going forever. I kind of stopped for a few years because I, I just thought everybody was cheating, you know? I just mm. was like, you guys are all cheating. Like, there's no, you don't know these words. And, that, like, cheating on words with friends or cheating on Scrabble with your phone is ridiculously easy. There's these websites where you just put your letters in and it tells you every single acceptable word. And you can do it in one second. Just like, okay, here are my letters. Okay, I'm going to get this highest point. You know, so when people are doing this shit, you know, and they're like, no, no, I just, I just tried every combination of letters to, uh, to, you know, because I'm words with friends in Scrabble in real life. You can't just try, you know, I mean, you have to like, you just put in a word and know that it's a real word. But in words right. with friends, you can just keep, keep pump, pumping them in until it says, yeah, green, you can hit, play, you know, hit play that one. So I was off for a while, but I'm back on. I play some words with friends. Okay. Um, but that this this Scrabble player, he, he's a big fan of of uh, you know the show, and he had some interesting uh, insights into Scrabble, hmm. and um, yeah, so that was weird that he they got him on. Uh, but yeah, overall it was a fun game night. Tim brought some some hummus and vegetables, and you know they drank Trulies. You drink Trulies? My dad drinks Trulies. You, you you ever have a Truly? This like seltzer booze? No. Like a White Claw kind of a situation? I don't really do the yeah. seltzers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do the, I mean, I don't do the alcoholic seltzers, but I have. I've done a White Claw. You, I, have, I think they're kind of fun. It's like fun water. 
Um, they're super popular. Like anybody who's like you know Budweiser has a fucking hard seltzer now. Like, yeah. And it's all again. It's all has to do with calories and shit. You know, and people are in carbs and, and all this. Like they're just like people want to get drunk with the least amount of you know health issues. So. Yeah, hard seltzer. It's like water and grain alcohol with a little artificial flavoring, like carbonated. Hmm. Get after it. Um, so yeah, game night. I w- I would you know you you like you enjoyed watching the last one. I think you'd you know it's the kind of thing you could throw on real casually while you're doing something else. Maybe you know it's not like a full attention. You know, it's like you're hanging out with them, which which I really like about it. And you hear a lot more from Matt. You know, you hear a lot of Matt's voice, and um, you know, you know, Matt made homemade kombucha and brought it. So just those little things, that, like you, you kind of get to know more about somebody with those little touches. Like, oh, you know, Matt. It's mentioned Matt makes sourdough and he makes kombucha. Like, you kind of kind of start to learn what these guys are sort of like just from you know hanging out in a room with them for a while and hearing more like w- of their real life uh, stuff which i enjoy with all the attention we give to the show when everybody's just on and going when everybody's just able to sit back and relax tim sitting down barefoot in shorts you know it's just it's just a different vibe i like it so and they did say the game night will be once a month. That's a that's an official announcement. And I wonder if we'll get game night with all the boys. Seems like it might be too much with all the boys. Could be wrong. I don't know what game they could. Or all maybe play. they do a game night without Tim. Yeah. Yeah. I still I'm still pushing. Doug was saying it would be fun if there was something on the line, some sort of betting. I still think poker would be fun. I think that'd be something to to try. Play some something some gambling of some kind where you can bluff or you can bullshit or you know. But the trivia is the trivia is good. A lot of the a lot of the questions that people asked were bad, but a, a lot of them were fun. Somebody called. I was I was thinking if I was going to call up with questions, I would have some like office hours related trivia. You know, try to bust them on like. You know, what was the third city of the day sponsor? Uh, or, you know, I mean, just like random office hours something where they'd all have to think about it and, you know, maybe kind of confuse them or, or something. Or how many whatever's just something that had to do with, uh, I don't know. But in, in some people did do that, and I thought those were good. Huh. And it was and it was funny when somebody, somebody, like, asked about, like, movies that Tim was in, like, what order they were in and... <sighs> He did. He didn't know you know what order they were released in. Like he didn't know. Nobody knew. So it was funny to kind of, you know, somebody somebody had a question for Doug. Like what, what award was your podcast? You know, he didn't know his his podcast was like up for some little award. And those were good. Like the stuff that was about them, I thought was was more interesting than just a completely random like geography question that yeah. some people would ask. But. Uh, so yeah, that, that does it. Um, I'll give the show, uh, a 9.1. That's a good one. No tech problems, no issues that I can remember. Yeah, no, it was, it was solid. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't, wasn't life changing, but everything was solid. Um, it was no birthday episode, but it was, you know, I, and it was, you know, like they like they don't get dirty all the time. So it is funny to hear 
them say things like spunk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just funny for them to occasionally get to some filthy places. I'm in. I'm into it. It's fine with me. And uh, the health stuff I liked. I liked the coach call. I liked uh, the the good liars. I liked Rob Delaney. It was overall pretty good, I think. Yeah, definitely a good variety of elements in this with health and the music as far as who likes what and who can't stand what. Yeah. Yeah, good variety in the show for sure. And I'm also going to plug my own film is on Amazon Prime. It's called Solo Project. Um, I directed it a few years ago. You can go watch it. I thought I'd mention it since I was talking a little bit about my filmmaking experience last summer. That's not this film. That's uh, that film will be coming out hopefully next year. But there is one available called Solo Project. Uh, and that's directed by me, Mike Allen. And uh, I need people to leave reviews and give it star ratings and all of that stuff. It, it helps me uh, a little bit. So... If anybody cares about that kind of thing, um, hour and twenty-two minutes, yeah, yeah, it's nice and nice and short and tight. Um, it's about a it's about a musician who's like a you know singer songwriter guy who it's you know he's starting a solo project like he was in a band and now he's like going solo and he's like trying to work on a record deal and he's in it's like three days in. Uh, in Copenhagen it's like you know wild three days in Copenhagen of playing shows and kind of getting in trouble and hanging out with his friends and his and stuff so if that sounds interesting to you it's like a you know kind of a comedy but um my uh my good friend and collaborator collaborator is the the star of the film and he's a great songwriter and we we, we were able to use all his original music that he has and um so check that out little plug action it's time to start plugging carl carl's got a podcast uh called open in phl um you got anything you got a new episode this week carl yeah we did five episodes talking to some of the small businesses in philadelphia which range from a skate shop to a bagel shop and to a vegan supermarket we just Mm. did our first uh kind of just shooting the shit episode my girlfriend and i interview everybody Mm. that we talked to i edit everything uh we have our sixth episode coming out this thursday or friday and we're interviewing them tomorrow so that'll be a fun one and you can find that on youtube some people yeah people don't even really touch the youtube but it's there um youtube spotify podbean if that's your thing and apple podcasts great so if you are open to phl for all you philly boys and girls jay the intern check it out um you know if you're not from philly doesn't matter still just about small businesses it works yeah if anywhere if you have any business interest if you're interested how businesses work or how they get started or the stories behind them 
I think that they're all interesting no matter where you're from. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a Philly thing. Philadelphia and the city comes up. But for the most part, we talk about yeah. how this person ended up in this position and how they got there. Yeah. Someday you, might, someday you might have to change the name to get a wider audience. It's just called like, you know, business owners time or something um you <laughs> we'll know work I mean? on that like, name i don't know if we'll get your, your p your your p your your phl your phl is maybe uh holding you back people are like oh, I, don't, I don't what do i care about philadelphia and then there's the people that think it's about the airport businesses which nobody are, thinks uh, it's about the airport people, so. <laughs> <laughs> open in phl i do i, I maybe because i fly a lot but I, that's what i think of hmm. If I saw that as a podcast name, I'd be like, oh, the Philadelphia Airport podcast. Maybe I'll check that out. No, if you listen to the trailer, we uh, direct you. So, oh, yeah, I want to mention this, Doug. Um, he put out a the footage of his basketball videos. His raw, He put out the raw footage of his basketball videos and said, oh, you can do a basketball remix video. So I said, oh, I'll I'll put an hour and, you know, I'll, I'll look, I'll download the footage and like slap something together. And I did. And I posted it. And I, I just didn't hear anything. I didn't get a, you know, I don't know if I did it wrong or if I was supposed to send it to him. But I just, you know, Brent put one up and said, hey, do your remixes. And I don't know. I haven't seen anybody else's. And maybe it's just, I don't know. You know, Doug, I I did a remix. Check it out. Um, my my idea was to not use any uh, actual like dialogue. Like, there's all this footage and there's like all these lines that the guys do. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to make something out of the parts of the video where they don't say any words, where it's just I don't know, whatever. It was just a silly little thing that I tried. It was pretty goofy, but. Um, yeah, Doug, I I uploaded one. So check it out on the WLHF podcast Twitter. Um, my remix of Doug's basketball footage. Um, and yeah, so where was I? Why did I even get there? Oh, I was just talking about Doug's, uh, Doug's Patreon now has a letter, now has some more content. The Squirrel Report's been popping off. Get involved with that if you're not. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's gonna do her. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Carl, have a great week over there in Philly. And I look forward to doing this again with you next week. Mike, likewise, stay safe in New York along with everybody else. Stay safe, everybody. Wear a mask. Six feet. Ten feet. Fuck six feet. You know what I mean? Six is too short. Six is too close, I think. Yeah.